Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast, presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. As always, your host, Tommy Buns, here with the two most reliable men in the world, Sully and Jones, here on recording on Wednesday night, putting this out on Thursday, March 7th for you guys. We are going to get right into it. We've got a lot to talk to, but over the past week, I believe the day after we recorded last week, Bryce Harper finally signed, signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. 13 years, $330 million, no opt-outs for either side. Contract makes a lot of sense for Harper, doesn't really make a lot of sense for the Phillies. 13 years, you're committed to a guy, he'll be 39 by the time this contract's over. You really have no way out of this other than just cutting him and paying him the rest of the money you owe him. I, I just, I, it, I don't like it. I don't, I, don't, I don't like anything about it. I don't. I don't think it's a good deal for anyone. I mean, like, Neither do I? You could. I mean, there's always going to be those people. Oh, you're 330 million. You're too great deal. Like, n- no, not in comparison to what he could have got. Like, we saw Nolan Arenado sign the best deal in baseball to what is it, the day before or two days before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's just it, why like not why not have an opt out? Like it, all the reasons that he didn't do these things that were thought to be like obvious are just, like, stupid fucking emotional reasons. Like, eh, I wanted people to know I was committed. Like, or you could give yourself fucking freedom to do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, you go to you're fucking down Bryce to Harper. City for 13 yeah, years. Yeah, said he wanted to be in one city for the rest of, basically, the rest of his life. So then rest- fucking do that. Sign a million, f- $13, 45000000 million one-year contracts. What the, f- who fucking cares? <laughs> he could have gotten, he could have gotten four years, 180 mil from either the, Either the Dodgers, the taxes probably were a big deterrent in that, so it would have been a lot less. But the Phillies were offering that too. So, I mean, you're telling me he wouldn't have made more money that way, 180 million, then he would have had what nine years to make up the 160 million, which he would have easily done. At least do the fucking. The, I mean, yeah. At least do it, the, I mean, the the three year opt out. What if he doesn't like it there? What if he already doesn't like the manager? What if he doesn't like that? He can't be traded. He can't. He can't. As a Met fan, I love it to be honest. I mean, <laughs> and if he does get like, look traded, at, look at, like there's. Let's look at Kyrie Irving and the Celtics. Originally, it's it's just an example of like you think, oh, that's awesome. Look at much better. Sometimes it doesn't work out, and it's been like not even a year. Like, granted, it's different, but, but now he's there thirteen years. You don't think they're gonna want like hate each other at certain points? Whether it's the fans, management, um, ownership, and Bryce Harper, they're gonna hate each other by year three probably. Yeah. Like, Especially if like, they're not winning. And, and neither neither side can get out of it. I like it more for the Phillies, to be honest, because it's $25 million a year. So it doesn't, although it's lengthy, it doesn't really kill their cap. Jake Arrieta's making more, which is embarrassing. But he's making $30 million a year. So Bryce Harper's $25 million a year. I think he's a little overrated, but I think that's decent value. Yeah, I, I mean, think he's the 14th or, 14th or 15th highest paid player in baseball. He's better than the for, f- for top year, 15. Yeah. So, I mean, you can certainly live with that. It's just obviously the commitment. But uh, I just didn't particularly get it for either team. I mean, as long as Trout doesn't go to the Phillies, um, as a Met fan, I kind of don't mind it at all. 
Oh, wait, yeah, you, I mean, uh, there's no tampering rules in baseball. This dude I, is I just like, yeah, yep, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing him. Just letting everybody know we're, uh, we're gonna be discussing <laughs> it. Like what? That's fucking. Yeah. That's 500k out of LeBron's pocket if he says that. <laughs> Seriously. And but Dave, like the, and, uh, and Dave, the, and Dave just defended LeBron. Let yeah. the record show. Exactly. I, I mean, the Phillies definitely obviously got better. He had a down year last year, but he is capable of playing at an extremely high level. And, I mean, they got Andrew McCutcheon. They got Real Muto. They have – um, they still have Reese like Hoskins. I don't, I, I don't like McCutcheon. I thought Real Muto was, a, was the be, their best, most significant signing, either more – I mean, trade either, even more than Harper because of his defense. Even they did they get got a lot out. better – they got Robertson, Segura from the Mariners. They got Segura. Those are the those are like, the big ones. I the, think the top the top four of their batting order is 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 going to look pretty top dangerous. Four or five. <laughs> top five. They got they got McCutcheon and they got uh, who's two? Uh, they got Real Muto in there. Harper, Hoskins. Um, yeah. Um, and and, and Segura second. Segura yeah, second. But uh, to me, I, the Phillies, I don't really, I'm not terribly afraid of them because their pitchers, after Nola, they have Arietta's their two, which is an awful two because he has a four ERA and he's getting worse every year off the steroids. Yeah. Then they have <laughs> then they have um, Vince Velasquez, Zach Eflin, and um, what's the other, it starts with an E, the other guy, um, Jared Eikhoff. I mean... Those three through five are awful. I mean, they're n- none of them have below a four and a half year. No one's really. Arietta was a three nine eight, so your two from five is bad. I mean, so I, yeah. as a Mets, I, I mean, they're pitching like compared to the Mets. The Mets were running out, you know, Degrom, Thor, Wheeler. Wheeler and Degrom had the lowest year. Mats is pretty good when he's healthy. So like as a Mets fan, like the starting pitching, they have a better o- offense, but like we have a chance to win every single game. Every every single day we should be in it, aside from Vargas. So it's like they're starting pitching. I think it's a huge weakness. And if I was them, I'd go after a Keuchel. Well, that's I, what I was I, about to say. That brings us perfectly to the next guy who's still out there, Keuchel, who I saw something today that the Phillies are still pretty heavily in on him. So I don't think he's a stud. I I don't. I mean, he's I think top he's, fifteen in the AL. He's a top fifteen pitcher in the AL. What, what did he have, like a 3-7? Yeah, I mean, he's He, I he mean, might he's even solid. be, like, especially in ERA, might he, I think he might be right at 15 last year for ERA. Yeah, no, I mean, like, he, he's solid. He's definitely in, he definitely is he could be the, he over could, what they have. Yeah, he could be He could be potentially the ace there if he has good enough of a season. Yeah, other than Nola, I mean, I don't... I yeah, just, well, that's right, Aaron Nola. I forgot about Aaron Nola, but... But, uh, I mean, I, I think his ace days are over. I think he's more of a three-and-a-half to four-and-a-half ERA guy, but he's definitely a lot better than what they have. He's very inconsistent, Keuchel, year to year. But, I mean, I don't. I, if I was a team, I would definitely take a chance on him. I mean, I think he could help a lot of teams, even the Mets, Garrett of Vargas. I mean, the Yankees, I mean, although I like Gio Gonzalez, both for the Mets and Yankees, I think he would give them good depth. It's another good pitcher that's out on the market. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, you know, as a Yankee fan, I I wouldn't mind signing one of those two guys. It's just we're already we're fucking three days into spring training, and we already Injuries. we're out with two two of our five starting pitchers are are out. Like, both obviously both are you know expected to be out for. Who's the other? Who's it? CC. Yeah, uh, CC. Yeah. 
So I mean, and you got Ap who's old, and you got Paxton who's always injured. Yeah. So and, and, and Tanaka, Tanaka like, Tanaka's not the healthiest guy in the world. Tanaka didn't get that surgery, right? No. So so you never know yeah, about that. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, obviously, you go in every year not really anticipating major injuries, but I mean, look at what happened last year. We lost we lost Judge, our best player, for a huge stretch of time, and that yeah. that could have decided the division. You know, if we have him full full time um yeah absolutely you can never have too much starting pitching depth exactly exactly i mean look at last year we had like seven if you're including lance lynn and and sunny gray and even that didn't work out obviously yeah they didn't they didn't work out so you're really never not a lot of definites but yeah i mean I, i think that was the one weakness that you guys have going into the year everything else is really a strength i think that's the one thing that could hurt you guys i mean so I, and to I mean, me, it's just like I don't, I don't agree with the the like let's let's wait, let's wait and see how things go, and then come to the deadline and like, oh yeah, yeah. now we're gonna trade Clint Frazier yeah, for why, Kluber. Why not get like, Gio Gonzalez, who'll give you a three eight four ERA for and for a, a four five? Like if he can give me, if he can go fucking thirteen fourteen and and eight, like give me that all day as the four or five guy. Yeah, because I, I noticed even when Sonny Gray. We're struggling, and Luis Severino is struggling. They still want a lot of those games. Yeah, because they're putting out five, six runs a game. I know so. you're going to get four or five runs a game from this offense on a given night. And you're not, and you're not. You're looking to go five innings. That's a and hand it exactly. over after five innings. Exactly. I mean, we have but enough we have the deepest bullpen in the league. Like, yeah, I, I don't use agree it. with the start, the operating with the bullpen by starter for the Yankees though, because I feel like that almost mitigate their strength. You don't want to overtax that bullpen. No, I just Early, just so, get like, to the sixth inning with a lead and it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there uh, you guys definitely have the bullpen to to go that route, and I think you guys will be fine to start off, no matter. The I mean, we, I feel like we've had this strategy the last two years. In 2017, it really worked out, and Cashman looked like a genius. And he tried to do it again last year, and it fucking hit him. It hit him in the face. Like it, it was the reason we lost the the series. You know. It blew up right. in our face. Um, so I, I don't know. I think you just got to like – why risk it? Like again, we come back to the same thing. Like I said in the chat this morning, like I don't care. I want it all. Like why are we sitting here fucking nitpicking around the – go get a fucking dude. We have so many prospects who are ready. We have three legitimate outfield MLB starters ready to go. And you could deal one and a, two bullshit guys in single A for a starting pitcher right now. And I mean – you, you've pretty much locked up. You have your outfield locked up for the next decade. Yeah. Granted, granted, you sign. You need to sign Judge, but it's gonna happen. I mean, you just signed that extension yeah. with Hicks you, for you seven got, years. You got Judge, Hicks, yeah, and then you got John Carlos. Basically, and Stan, yeah, career. Stanton's not is, is turning down his. And Stanton's not turning down his player Stanton. option. And if he does, then. That's thirty million dollars to go find someone else. Exactly. Or if he stays and we want to trade him, like we're only trading him for another franchise outfielder. You know? Oh, absolutely. We're not trading him for some, you know, six double A dudes or salary cap relief. Like we're trading him for a Bryce Harper type player. You know? Right. No. Exactly. That's it's. You guys are gonna be fine. I mean, today my club got a little bit of bad news. You could say Stephen Wright. That fucking piece of shit, that woman beater, that PED user. I'm fucking glad. Screw this guy. Honestly, just get him out of here. He's a waste of space on the roster. You said you said he got a domestic abuse last year. Yeah, he got arrested for. I mean, I don't know that the charges ever end up going through. They might have been dropped. Well, see, here's but- the thing. 
he got in trouble for steroids and then domestic abuse. Yeah, it's like correlation. they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> like I said, fuck this guy. Get him yeah. out of here. 80 games. He's not bad either. That's the thing. He's, he's not bad, but he's a knuckleball pitcher. What are you yeah. going to – you know what? You can only – that's not a guy that you're going to put out there to start game four of the you, ALC. You guys, you, you, your only weakness is the bullpen. Exactly, which I mean, we lose it. We it didn't get any better in the offseason. It got we worse. Lost, you we lost Joe um, Kelly, and we're, gonna, we're not bringing Kimbrell back. Like, I don't know if that's a big loss, it's but it, not, it definitely but it is, is a loss because everyone else has to move up an inning now. Exactly, and it's like you got guys who shine through in the postseason last year, like Ryan Brazier came up, great September, great playoff yeah. run. Hopefully, he can continue that a guy, guy. A guy I like for you guys would be, I don't know how he's still available, Tony Sipp from the Astros. He had a 1.85 year right last year. As a closer? No, no. And he wasn't a closer. Oh, a reliever. But he, he was a reliever, and he had a 1.85 year right, and he doesn't have a job right now. He's old. He's like 35, but I mean. But, I mean, you, you, you pitch him every three games, every four I mean, games. I mean, yeah, like they just need <laughs> – they just need – pitchers that are good so like yeah exactly so i think i think hopefully they make a some kind of move because i oh. mean Wright was probably going to be in the bullpen he was probably going to be a middle relief kind of long relief guy coming out that's yeah. what i figured they were going to do with him this year and i mean you guys I, are probably gonna have to pick bring up guys from the mine like starters from the minors to be bullpen yeah guys. no they, well they, i think it's more of a problem in the regular season i think of the postseason like you did this year can be mitigated by whether it's eduardo rodriguez in the pen whether it's um you know, I don't know if he'll be in the pen this year again for the for the postseason, but um, Avaldi, like you have a very deep right. pitching staff. Yeah, but like, even like that, I feel like they only like they really only did that three or four times throughout the playoffs when they really needed it, like to close the Yankee series, to close a couple World Series games. Like they really, did, it wasn't something they they went to when they really had to, and I feel like they'll really have to way more this year. No, yeah, yeah, they will. I mean, I definitely think they'll get someone at the de- they'll have to trade for someone at the deadline. I mean, you have to. There's always those teams, through. good closers on teams that are doing bad. Um, you can always get those guys. Yeah, who the fuck is their closer? The, the offense. I don't. I don't know who their closer is. I thought it was going to be Joe Kelly, and then we let him walk to the Dodgers, and then you know, like I'm saying, maybe it's this kid, Bray- Ryan Brazier. Like maybe he goes out there, the kick and throw over a hundred. He's closed out games for us in the postseason in September last year. I don't know. Maybe you go with him and see how it works. Can he be that guy? Maybe. You know what I mean? He's more of a he, – he came up as more of a middle relief, but he ended up being a pretty decent closer and a setup guy. When it says, we it says Matt Barnes is one, and who I was going to say, it says Matt Barnes and then I don't Brazier. Like, I don't like Matt Barnes in the closer role. I like him as the eighth inning guy. I like him well, as the eighth inning that, guy. That's, once, once Kimbrell leaves, that's yeah. So Barnes and Brazier, then Workman, Hembury, of Velasquez, it's just ugly. Yeah, it is, and so they need a, They definitely need to add something there. But I mean, the offense is going to be the offense still. You've got the same group of guys. You got guys. Hopefully, Benintendi can have a better. He had a, you know, a pretty average year last year. I believe he had right around 100 RBIs. So I mean, you like him to pick it up a little bit, hit a couple more home runs this year, hit some Pedroia, more RBIs. He can be healthy. Yeah, yeah. Pedroia can play. I mean, I don't think Pedroia is a guy that we're going to be able to count on, even if he is and healthy. Then, and then Holt is a guy who didn't do much in the regular season. Brock Holt, maybe. He can do something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Guys that can definitely, definitely build on what they did last year. I think Devers will probably have a pretty decent year this year. I think he'll he'll continue to grow between him and Nunez at third. I think that's a good 
good trade off there when they when they swap those guys out. But I think the division's going to be insanely competitive this year. I think the Rays are going to be just as good, if not better, than they were last year. The Yankees obviously are going to be just as good, if not better, than they were last year. It's going to be a. I, I don't expect it to be another runaway August September like it was this year at all. I think if anything, they'll probably be doing some chasing. Yeah, I think the Yankees are more equipped for a regular season. I think the Yankees will win the division. Yeah, it's going to be close. I expect them both to win over their projected totals. I think they'll both be over 96 wins. I yeah, think, I think they'll I, be within 97 to 103. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, I, just, one of, I think one of them will break 100 again this year. I want one of us to finish first and third in the American League so we can get an, the ALC, a, yeah. an ALCS matchup. Yeah, that, that honestly, yes, that's I'm right there with you because it's not right that we had to play a five game series. Yeah, it would have been glorious to be able to beat you guys the fourth time. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know we're gonna we're gonna move on from the baseball. That's gonna be heating up soon. We're almost at the regular season. You're gonna have your fantasy draft started. Maybe we'll throw out some fantasy draft advice. I know uh, me and Saul got ours next week. We're going to do ours between now and the next episode. So yeah, I'm we'll, in two leagues this year. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll talk a little fantasy baseball draft advice uh, in the coming weeks. But, you know, we're going to talk about another type of draft talk, kind of. The NFL Combine was this weekend. A lot of people's draft stock raised and a lot of people's draft stock dropped, in my opinion. Um, one of the most in, uh, uh, impressive People at the draft was obviously DK Metcalf pretty much dominated every single event except for the ones where he had to change directions. Um, when he's coming straight at you, he seems like an unstoppable force, but uh, anytime he had to change directions in those drills, uh, kind of fell a little bit. You know that his three cone time and shuttle time were both worse than Tom Brady? <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I wish we had a picture of Tom Brady. I to fucking throw up yeah. I wrote a I wrote an article about it this week. They were like noticeably worse, like not like incredible, but it was like you know four point seven to like four point eight three or something That's fine. like that. Just just have him dude with Tyreek Hill's just just run straight. Yeah, just just he can only run hot routes and button hooks mm-hmm. and slants. I um. I would be I, – I, I got to mention my man, though, my fellow UMass Minuteman, Andy Isabella, running the fastest time for a wide receiver in the 40. Also – Dude, he's going to get picked. He's going to get yeah. going like the second or third round. He's been working with Randy Moss. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty good Moss. wide receiver. He's 5'9", right? right? That's his fault. Yeah, sure. but, I mean, he, he – like I said before, I've said this a ton of times, he led the FBS in receiving yards. He had 646 yeah. receiving yards in 12 games, including 240 against Georgia and two touchdowns at Georgia. On DeAndre Baker, who's going to be a first-round pick. Yeah, so, I mean, get the fuck out of here. This kid was coming in as maybe potential, like, fifth, sixth-round pick. And then after going out there and doing this, I mean, on his 40 time alone, you got to think what he'll was be his 40 time, 4-3 four, something? 4-3-1. Four, 4-3-1, three, four, one. Three, four, three, one. One. him and Paris Campbell. The only person, the only people who ran it faster were Jamal Dean from the cornerback from Auburn and Zedrick Woods, the safety from Old Miss. Yeah, they well, uh, you fucking, four, you got to catch, you got to catch DJ Metcalf or DK Metcalf in practice all day. I'd, I'd yeah. hope you're fast. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd imagine you'd be pretty fast. But the, uh, I mean, those are the, the forty times were definitely pretty impressive this year. You had a ton of guys under four four. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think 
like like this is obviously something that is still a little ways out with the draft, but um, yeah, it's it, it, it's always fun seeing the, the numbers to come out of the combine. I thought Haskins looked really good too. Yeah, interesting Haskins. decision for Murray not to throw. I think it was a. I think I think he probably wanted to, and he was advised not to because he doesn't have as much to gain as to lose. Um, right. So you know. It looks like he could be the number one pick right now. Could be him and Baker. Yeah, which back is to crazy. Back. Going, Lincoln going Riley be the first person to have two two picked first overall. Um, so you know, he. I mean, he he could slip a few spots, but I mean, he's he's set right now. So why risk anything with receivers you don't know, you don't have chemistry with? It's kind of just like a risk versus reward um, play, I guess. Dude, how about Kyler? Kyler's gonna go number one. Like it's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. It's actually yeah. gonna Cliff happen. King, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury pretty much. He doesn't even have to say because everyone else is saying. Well, I mean, he already said it like three years yeah, ago. Yeah, he already loves it. Yeah, he's like, I'd two love years to have ago. that guy here. But um, yeah, I no, heard they so. could trade down from it, but right now, I mean, uh, it's unlikely. Well, what are they gonna do? To trade down? To... Who? Who between the Giants and the number one pick needs a quarterback that's gonna trade up? Because they're not. Who's gonna trade back? Who's gonna? They're gonna trade back to seven and risk the Giants. I don't think the Giants are gonna take him at all. Well, I'm just. I'm, but I. I mean, I'm from a logic the standpoint, the only way they would trade out of number one is of saying, saying they don't want him. They want. They're, they're gonna stick with Rosen. Oh well, I mean, yeah, that's one thing. I thought you were saying like trade out in the hopes of getting Kyler at a later. No, pick. no, no. If they if they trade out, it's pretty clear that they're gonna go with Rosen. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, numbers that say Arizona's offensive line was the worst in the history of the NFL. Yeah, no, it was was horrific. So, I mean, David Johnson could do nothing. So, I mean, Rosen really didn't have a fair chance at all. And his receiving core was horrific. I mean, he had Larry Fitzgerald who was, like, he's on his last legs. Yeah, I I was honestly shocked Fitz came back. Yeah, and then... Yeah, they had the one Christian uh, Kirk. Christian Kirk. He had like three or four hurt. like huge games, and then it was yeah, and then nothing. He got hurt, but I mean that's and then the tight end position is weak. Who do they have? They have the the big tight end. What's his name? Uh Safarian Jenkins. Yeah, Safarian. No, no, it's not. Do they have uh, it, him too? I'm thinking of the other guy. Maybe it's uh, not him. Seals Jones. Yeah, I knew it was a two namer. Seals Jones. <laughs> Safarian Jenkins, I think, was on the Jaguars. Um, yeah, that that's but, that's right. Yeah, the two name tight ends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean Rosen. I don't, I don't know how you could fairly judge him last year after that offensive line. I would have. I mean, I would happily take. Uh, yeah, you want you want a third or fourth round pick for Rosen? Great, we got a few of each. There you go. Yeah, come on if down. If that happened, then the Giants would be would have lucked out certainly, and Barkley would have been much justified. More not justified, but it would. It would just work out perfectly. They get both. Yeah, and then they draft a stud O-line or D-line guy with that pick at six. Yeah, although the defense needs big-time help, though. Yeah, it the does. De- the defense, that defense right now could be one of the worst in the NFL. It just doesn't have anyone on it. I mean, they're, they're I mean, just not well, a com- I'm saying it's just like, yeah, incomplete. We, we, didn't, we didn't mention it, but you obviously landed Collins, you know, didn't sign that. Yeah. They didn't franchise him, so I mean, he said if you, his goodbyes. Yeah, no, I, I was, you know, obviously as a Giants fan, I, I wanted him back. Um, you know, he's clearly he wasn't the best. 
safety no. at all. No, but he but played he's... hard. That's something exactly. you guys he, he played hard when other people didn't. Clearly, we're not. Um, but if you look at the trends recently, like the last five years or so, like safety has just fallen out of favor of NFL teams. Like they've realized they don't need that like big play, big hitter safety like anymore. Like you can get someone who's marginally worth. Like you don't need to pay a safety ever since the Eric Berry contract. They, no safety has gotten real money because they you don't need to pay that safety twelve million. You can get it. You can pay a safety six, and he'll be marginally worse on the overall effect of the game. You'd rather teams would rather give that six to eight million more to an offensive or defensive lineman. The Jets are going to pay Jamal Adams, and I think he's. I think I think he is worth it. He's good. I mean, he's, Collins' he's, biggest he, question was in coverage. He he would get yeah, beat no, sometimes. Collins was almost like a line. Is almost like a linebacker. That's what I'm saying. If he was like 20 pounds he heavier, he would be he would be like one of the best linebackers in the league. If he was like yeah, 20 so, pounds heavier. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, maybe they should have tried that. Like, if Mark Barron can switch to fucking linebacker and be effective, Landon Collins can do it. Yeah. No. I mean, for sure. He could, he could. I mean, whether it's weak side or something, but I mean, they should have at least traded him away if they knew they were going to do that during the season when they had third rounders at the at minimum. Yeah, that was that's the worst. Like there was, there's four or five options that you could do with Collins, and they they chose the worst option. Like, I would I would have franchised him in competency, or was it was it like a disagreement with Gettleman and ownership? <sighs> I have no idea. I mean, I, I heard he wanted $11, 12000000 million a year, which is... And you know that during the year. Yeah, but it's just I don't I don't get it. And I, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. I don't get it from any angle. I just... The I only thing I it. can think of is maybe there was a disagreement. Gettleman was like, look, we should trade him or, or vice versa. And then eventually God, Gettleman got his way and was like, we, look, we don't it doesn't make sense to afford to pay this guy when we have so many other holes defensively to fill out this team. And we're going to have to play Barkley and we're going to have to pay a quarterback eventually. Um, like Eli's pretty cheap right now for most quarterback teams in the quarterbacks. What is he? 17 million. So it's he's 20, 20 million, but his cap hit is 17. Yeah. So that's compared to most teams. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. So but by the same token, I mean, 17, million dollars a year that's two very solid defensive starters somewhere on the field yeah (laughs) yeah it is is. at least but i i don't know it was really really just it's a perplexing move that's yeah just they just botched that one they just And they it, did the and Leon let. They did the Leon let. They just fumbled it right into the. And you hate it when it's like on a player <laughs> like that, where it's just like he's a, he's young. He's clearly you know a stud or at least a stud in the eyes of some teams. Like you got to get it. You could have gotten a top level third round pick for him for a safety that you got four years out of that you took in the second round. Like that's that's pretty even value. Oh yeah, four good years and then you get a third in return. Yeah, that, that would have been great. It's just most of the time when you trade someone, you're not going to get what you where you draft. Them. Exactly. I mean, look at Snacks. We Snacks was li- quite literally the best run stopper in the NFL when we traded him, and we got a fifth rounder. Yeah, and then receivers you- do too. Receivers are always third, fourth, fifth rounders. Brown maybe a second. 
or may, maybe they get a first, but like he's one of the best receivers in our generation. Yeah, but they're right now they likely be a second. The rumor is the Raiders are going to trade the twenty uh, seventh. Yeah, whatever the the Cowboys pick. So like oh, 20, yeah, 25 so or twenty four or something. Yeah, it's one of those. So at that point, you pretty much traded Amari Cooper for Antonio yeah. Brown. Antonio great Brown, for the which Raiders. is yeah. a great trade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, the, I like the move the Raiders made last year. Re, I mean, assimilating picks, ma- amassing picks. Um, so you know, if they could, I think they're gonna. I think they'll get him. They apparently, as of today, reports are they're the only team in the race. They're just negotiating a deal. No one else is even interested. Wow. Wow. That doesn't say that someone can't completely swoop in and and make a move, but, you know, who's going to give up? Even if you're in the back half of the round, like, who's going to give up that for Antonio? Who's going to give up their first-round pick for Antonio Brown when you have one? The Raiders have three. Mm Mm-hmm. Very true. And Antonio Brown's not the youngest guy ever. He's 31, right? 30 or 31? They're turning 31, I think. Yeah, yeah, I believe, yeah, I think he's turning 31. Yeah, so definitely on the getting towards the back end of that career, especially as a receiver. But um, we got to defend the wall, guys. We got to keep this shit moving. Got to defend the wall. Dave, oh you get to go first because I think Sully went first last week. Uh, B. B. Dave, Zion is the difference between Duke being a top three team and Duke being not being a top ten team. Oof. Top ten part's hard, but okay. Um, I had to get make it a little hard. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the top I, three. I think it's, you know, we've seen, what is it, three games now if we're counting North Carolina without Zion. Yep. Um, two of those were losses. Uh, we went before that. Four, we Four. Four games. So, oh, yeah, now, nah, yeah, yeah, two and two. Um, so, before that, that he went down, we were looking at, you know, one of the most electrifying college basketball teams of all time. Um, and he, he just opens up the floor in every way. He's like a, he's like a, a player you can't stop in football. Like he's just everyone, the defense has to focus in on him. The guy was shooting almost 70% from the field. Like he, he did everything well. He's averaging over two blocks a game. I think 1.5 steals, something like that. Um, and he was, he would just take over games and then, oh, by the way, you have RJ Barrett, the number one recruit, like on the, on the side, like averaging, the most points ever for a freshman. And it's just, there's such a different team without Zion. They look, it, it, it's like their whole roles are thrown off and everyone's got to move up a peg and no one's really doing it. Um, I mean, Barrett is definitely coming around and having great games, but, you know, Reddish doesn't seem to be stepping up as much as they'd hope. Um, even their lower guys, like Jack White, is struggling in the time that Zion's gone. Uh, Trey Jones is. He's a valuable member of that team, but mostly on defense. His offensive numbers aren't that great, especially for a point guard who's surrounded by Reddish Zion and and Barrett. Um, I think he's only averaging like three, four assists a game, um, which is something that should not be the case. Uh, But it's just that you see how much Zion means to that team now that they've been without him. And, you know, two and two is not a, a record of a top 10 team. And almost losing again to Wake Forest, being yeah. down big to Wake Forest, and squeaking out a one-point win. They had to a two shots, one. two shots, one of which was a layup to win that game. Yeah, that was <laughs> definitely not pretty. <laughs> definitely not pretty. Sully, you got A, C, or D? A. A. 
Sully, Harper makes the Phillies legit title contenders. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, they may not have the best starting pitching, but the hope is they're something like the Yankees, where you, the pitchers don't have to pitch lights out, but if the offense can put up, you know, five, six runs a game, they should be fine. I mean, the starting, I mean, the first five, like we said, McCutcheon, Segura, who bats over 300, GT Ralmuto, one of the best hitting catchers, Reese Hoskins, who was quietly one of the budding stars in the league, and then and then Harper might be batting fifth. I mean, they still got guys like Franco um, at third. So, I mean, their offense is they're going to put up a lot. They're going to they're going to put up a lot of a lot of points and runs. So, I don't know. I mean. If it's a tough division, that's the thing. If they can win that division and not play in the wild card game, then they only got to win a couple series. So um, their bullpen did get a lot better. Um, they added, um, they got their closer in Robertson from the Yankees. He's a guy who's done it before, and that that fixed a huge hole they had last year when they had Sir Anthony Dominguez and uh, Hec- uh, what, what's the other guy Hector Norris, and those guys. Are, they're much more suited for seventh, eighth inning role. So, not only did they strengthen their offense, but they fixed the back end of that bullpen, which they were tops the MLB in blown saves. So, between those two, they should be around 88 to 92 wins. And there's no real dominant teams in the National League I can see other than perhaps the Dodgers. And the Dodgers noticeably got worse, losing Machado. So, National League, it's up for grabs. They could they could make it to the World Series. They lost fucking Kemp and Puig and and what's his name too, Rich Hill, right? Yeah. So yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, yeah the Dodgers are gonna have a steep they did fall this year. Yeah, I just don't yeah. see. My I, I don't see how the Dodgers got. The, they're certainly not better. It's just no. about how much worse they got. And I mean, getting back to back World Series and losing, you know, that definitely isn't great for a clubhouse. No. But we must move on. Dave, C or D? Uh, D. D. Dave, L.A. fans are fed up. The Lakers aren't L.A.'s team anymore. The Clippers are L.A.'s team now. Oh, I like this one. Oh, this <laughs> After the way they beat the Lakers the other night, I had to do it. <laughs> I mean, you know, anytime I get to point out all of LeBron's deficiencies, I'm all in. Um, but, I mean, you look at this team and there's just there's not a single thing you can say positive about them. From top to bottom, um, they just they look disinterested. They look they look lost. They look bad in every sense. Um, I guess the only thing good that's happening is Levar Ball's not running his mouth, which is somewhat odd. But he must be on the LeBron payroll again. But I mean, LeBron is just like talk talk about being a bad leader this year. Like he's having obviously, you know. Uh, Bron sexuals will look at the stat sheet and point to all the numbers he's having a he's having a, a great year, uh, but he's just he's been a terrible leader this year, and he's just he he came in to to help develop this young team, and halfway through the year he's first of all he's hurt the longest time he's out since his hair replacement surgery, and two when he came back it was just like a light switch because he just got done tra- trying to trade the entire fucking team. Which he would have done in a second, and I, I just don't. Le, LeBron's starting to so, show first signs of aging, and I, I mean, I wasn't necessarily prepared to say this 
a couple months ago or even a few weeks ago, but LeBron is simply not the best player in the NBA anymore. He's just not, at least this season. He's not even top five this season. And it's just, it, he just isn't. And unless he can change that, and like they're not even going to make the playoffs. I mean, I think it's, it's part on Magic. Like, Magic still has yet to do anything impressive as a general manager. All he had to do was make sure LeBron didn't not want to come here when he already really wanted to go. And now he's just, he's faced with this free agency. He's going to have, what, enough for one max guy at most, unless they get Davis. And he just doesn't, you've already heard reports of Jimmy Butler doesn't want to play with him. Durant doesn't want to play with him. Kawhi doesn't want to play with him. Kyrie, maybe, but I, I find that very hard to believe that Kyrie will go back with his legs and his hands and tails between his legs. Sorry. Um, and I, I just don't see where the future of the Lakers is. You either you get Anthony Davis and then what? I mean, Davis and LeBron is not a, that's not a title team. Sorry, but there's there's five or six teams better than that this year, and who knows who will improve next year. Hey, can't argue with it. Hey, well, he is not a top five player this year. I mean, you got you got Giannis, Harden, PG. Kawhi. Oh, I didn't Kawhi. even talk about the Clippers, but the Clippers have two max spots. They have some solid young t- pieces. Um, Landry Schmidt was a great pickup for them in that deal with Tobias. He, he, he looks like an idiot, but yeah, he does look he does look special. But um, yeah, and they got two max slots. I think Kawhi and Jimmy Butler are going to land in in the in L.A. with the Clippers. I've been saying that from day one, and I, I still Jimmy think doesn't ruin them. That's what it is, unless the Sixers go. The finals, yeah, like the or like Game Seven of Eastern Conference. I think he's he's out. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. But uh, Sully, we got the last one for you. Um, something that came to mind after last night, very unexpected win for uh, my boys. But it made me think that Clay Thompson is the most important player to the Warriors' success. I like it. Okay. Um, we've noticed this with, uh, when Clay Thompson is out, they really, they, they struggle. I don't know the exact numbers, but, um, I think they've lost a couple with him out now recently, the three and four since the all-star break. Um, he's arguably their best two-way player. Um, yeah, I mean, Durant's a really good defender, but he's not as good as was last year, but he's, he's the guy that he's the guy that can, he's the, the premier three and D guy in the NBA. He can knock down threes. He can take it to the hoop when when he has to, and he lock. He takes the best. He takes the defensive, the best offensive player and the defensive challenge every night on the perimeter. Whether who it, whether who whoever it is, whether it's Paul George or you know Russell Westbrook, he he takes that call. It's not Stephen Curry. Whether it's on the wing or or the top guard, he's the guy that will lock him up. Whether it's Kyrie Irving in the finals, he's done it time and time again. He's not the best defender in the NBA, but he is damn good. Um, he's an effort player. He stays within his game. Um, we've seen them win without Durant. We've seen them win without Curry. Um, and probably because they can make up for shooting with Curry and Durant, they still, once again, have the shooting. But he's he's their best two-way player. And in a league where there's not many, too many, many two-way players, he's perhaps the most important um you know draymond green doesn't have an it can't shoot anymore demarcus cousins looks pretty lost out there he, he can't defend he, without fouling he can't he's turning it over 
he's been a, nowhere near as good as people thought would be, which I kind of called to a degree. So it's it's they have those three guys: Tim Durant and Clay, but they don't need Durant. And so I, you could definitely make a case he's the best two-way player on that team. Yeah, I I think there's no chance Clay leaves. Yeah, I think he's a warrior for life. Honestly, yeah. I think he's I think he's a career guy there. Yeah, I'd I mean, say ninety percent chance he stays. I just uh, everyone just automatically assumed like Lakers, and there hasn't been a single report or inkling. Like every time. Oh, well, the- I mean, I think all all chances of that are out the window now. Yeah. This, this but like, I, th- I you- think there was a, a very very sl- small sliver of hope if they had a really good year. Warriors had controversy, and they lowballed him. But still, if they lowball him. They'll either they'll just either negotiate or it won't be to Lakers. Yeah, I mean, chance he does leave. they also can offer him way more than any other team. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a guy that we have a guy, like you look at someone like Kyrie or Durant or LeBron, like when they have these free agency questions, they're just like, yeah, not talking about it. Kawhi too, like whatever. You know, it's just some bullshit PC answer. Or they get mad or what they brush it off or whatever. Clay every single time is like, no, I'm not fucking leaving. I'm I'm signing. Like I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying with the Warriors. I'm not, I'm not going to another team. Stop asking me. I'm staying here. And people are still like, nah. You know, rumor on the street is he could be with the Lakers by the end of June. No, he fucking can't. What, what rumor? He fucking just told you. It's well, Who's telling you? He told me. What was my source? Clay Thompson. That's my source. He, I heard him say it. Like six times. I don't know what... I don't get it. These fucking people. Fucking Laker fans, man. Yeah, but, you know, you bring us right to back to what I want to talk about next. He touched on it in uh, your Defend the Wall there about the Clippers being L.A.'s team now. But the Lakers are just so fucking bad. Like, LeBron is just – it's embarrassing at this point, the lack of effort he is putting into this season. I mean, he threw an inbounds pass off the backboard. I know. Yeah. What was that? What? It was, it was, it was fucking drunk. He's alcoholic. Yeah, I'm going to Stephen A. Smith you real quick. Your king? Your king? Your king? Is out there throwing the ball. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but I don't want to it. That's what I I tweeted about it today. I tweeted about the other day, but like, that's what like there are plenty of things you can say about all of Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. One thing you could never, ever, ever question about Jordan or Kobe was their effort, and LeBron's effort is questioned constantly. For good reason, too. And for good reason. Just in the past, it seems like whenever he needed to turn it on, it was always enough. Like, he would always, he would play mediocre defense and have, uh, you know, issues. And this year, it's just like the defensive assignments are just missed a lot of times, starting with him. I mean, Kuzma pushed him at one point. Yeah, I mean, did I mean, you, you, you watch video, dude. What do what you what what are you getting mad about? Like, you're not defending. I'm throwing bodies around. Like, it, it's really. It, it, I don't know. I don't know if it's the groin injury. I I really. I mean, knowing LeBron, he'll probably have like a. He'll probably have the groin cast out like in the final. Yeah, don't worry. At the <laughs> game, he'll, he'll have <laughs> after after the last game of the season, he'll be sure to I'll let everyone like, yeah, know. Like I was playing with a t- a, tor- a torn groin. Yeah, he'll be sure. Three, might have surgery. He's gonna he's gonna get a fucking uh, therapist to a physical therapist to come massage his leg during his exit interview on camera. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 no defending LeBron. Not to say he's the one with the most blame, because as you said, Magic and Palenka for that matter, 
just the assemblance of this team. I mean, it's just it's just you you so many old players on one year deals. They don't know if they're they're part of the future. Then you have the young players who you're trying to trade who they don't know if they're part of the future. So it's really no one knows if they're part of the future other than pretty much LeBron, Magic. I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's another guy that feels safe on the. I mean, Be- Beasley got in, got into it with Luke Walton. Luke Walton they traded him. Luke Walton has shared some blame, but he really inherited such a poor situation. He really doesn't and lebron doesn't even lebron's lack of respect for him uh, you know it's all started with the grin but his lack of respect respect authority for coaches is really you know it's really come to light with with luke walton like he's like not even listening to what he has yeah, to I say mean, do you so. hear him say, lebron trying to save face today saying that luke's been like the only one consistent here or something like some bullshit like that like he's just that's like, just no, a fucking. A fuck. it's that's no a soundbite. He wants Tyron Lue. He wants Tyron Lue so he can. He obviously. And then people are saying Tyron Lue is like a pretty good coach. Like I don't. I don't really. Like know no, he's Bron's not the coach. But that's what people are saying. Colin Coward. People are saying it. I mean, it's because LeBron is is obviously the one that. That's the head. The head honcho there. I mean, I don't know who should. Who I mean, dude, David Blatt won sixty four games and went to the finals and got fired. Like what? Who would you like to coach that team other than maybe a Popovich? Who would I would love to see because you would put LeBron in line and make him look really dumb. Uh, who do I want? I want to see Phil Jackson coach the team. <laughs> and uh, fall asleep. And no, think, I just want to see. I just I know how much LeBron fucking hates him for no fucking reason over some like bullshit comment like i called the posse comic called a posse and all of a sudden oh, all of a sudden that. he was basically according to lebron he was saying he's a lifetime member in the crips committing murders and everything because he called his friends a posse i call my friends a posse all the fucking time like what it, it, shut up now but i just want to see lebron be miserable and hate his life so that's why well, i want Phil okay Jackson. let me rephrase that where do you what coach do you think could take on the challenge and bring the lakers the most success hmm Phil Jackson. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you think Mark Jackson could do it? Nah, I mean, there's a reason. I've talked about this before. There's a reason Jackson hasn't gotten a job. Like, he's apparently, like, super Bible thumper, first of all, and, like, leads. Like, that's how he, like, leads his coaching and his life is, like, through, like, Christ. And apparently that was, like, one of the biggest breaking points off with them and the Warriors because they were just like, this guy's a fucking nutcase. Like, no, you're not doing that or preaching that. Like... So I, I don't know. I just don't think LeBron's got fucking time for that type of bullshit. Um, and I think what about I, like a Jeff Van Gundy? I wouldn't mind uh, Jeff or Stan. I think Stan might even be better. Perhaps with the NBA players, Stan. I mean, you know, you saw Jeff won the uh, the what was it, the USA Championship with the young guys. That was yeah. So he he he's still a really good coach. But he's been at it for a while. Um, but yeah, I'd be. Either it's got to be they're... someone with some fucking backbone that isn't afraid to be like, yo, shut the fuck up. That's why I'd like to see Pop. I know Pop would never go there, but I would love to see Pop because they're friends, but Pop doesn't care. Yeah. Pop, Pop, Pop I mean, would, he used to Pop shit on Timmy. Pop would, Pop would call a timeout 20 seconds into the game. Yeah, if he saw that shit, imagine you say, you, you he do saw that again, LeBron do I, I that. Care. Like, imagine he saw the defense LeBron was playing the last few games. Yeah, and like I, I've, I've, I don't like Pop, but I'm not a Pop fan. I hate the Spurs, but I mean he's he's one of the best coaches for a reason. 
What about um? What about possibly rekindling the relationship with Mike Brown? Or does we think that ship sailed? Oh, I'm yeah, I'm over Mike Brown. He's gotten him fired already. Yeah, twice. Twice. Yeah, yeah. Literally true. twice. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Charm for Mike. <laughs> well, yeah. Out and out. Yep. I just don't know. Like, who's the coach? Yo, that- did you, did you see that people were blaming uh, Byron Scott on Twitter? People were apparently were blaming. I heard Byron Scott speaking. He was like, "People are blaming me. I haven't been there in three years." He's like, "I don't care. I'll take the blame." But, but come on, man. Yeah. What is? Why is this Byron Scott's fault? I don't know. I don't know anything more than that. I didn't see exact tweets. I just heard him speak out, and he's like, "Sure, I'll take blame. I don't give a shit." But like, it's not. He knew it's. It's. I mean, I don't even know if he drafted any of the players on this on this team. I don't think he even did. No. Kuzma, no. Ball, no. Hart, no. Uh, the veterans, no. I, I really don't even know a player. Maybe was he there with Ingram? I think his first year with was with Ingram. Or that, that, Ingram's that first year. Been, yeah, that that may have been the only player, but. Unbelievable! It'll be. It, I'm fucking so excited for this NBA offseason. It's going to be quite the interesting conundrum, and I mean, it's definitely the biggest since 2010. And there's the most star power. There's the most dis- talk. We know half of them are changing teams. Yeah, we do. Because because only certain teams can go so far. Whether it's like they. Certain teams aren't going to be able to go that far, whether it's Boston not going for it, whether it's Philly. Only one of them are going to make it probably to the conference finals realistically because the Bucks or Raptors will be in there. One, if not both of those stars are going. So the the only thing that I can see to rectify the, the Lakers situation is if Kyrie and LeBron, after both two very critical years of them, if they both join together and say, look, we both had awful years, not together come back home we trade for anthony davis the three of us that's the only way the only quick fix to the situation which isn't the most likely but i wouldn't rule it out the more and more both these two teams struggle and especially the two with without one another they both need each other for different reasons yeah but so then you I, have i mean your future is gone with that you got to win i mean it's a miami situation you got to win now but i mean lebron doesn't have that much time so you, i mean it would be very about it would be a well balanced team star wise cuz you'd have the guard in Kyrie, who can score off the dribble, you'd have Davis in the post, and you'd have LeBron pick his spots, facilitating here and there. So I, I think it would be, you know, you'd have your big man, your wing, and LeBron, and you know your guard. So that's the only quick fix I see. Anything else than that, you say they're not even a top five or sixteen, maybe seventh, anywhere in the six to ten range. So if if they do get Davis, so. That's the only way. LeBron needs to get in Kyrie's year, and that's if if they could lose in the first round. If they ha- that's what I'm saying. If they lose in the first round, and that's that's presuming he doesn't go to the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but would the Knicks for sure give him a max deal after all this? Yeah, I don't. Them? I don't think the Knicks aren't fucking around on that anymore. Like they have the two max. They have the two true you max deals would, available. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. You know, they wouldn't look at any negatives with Kyrie. How he's how he's handled the year? Uh, I don't think how he's handled the Boston media, which New York media won't be any better. Listen, when you have five straight fifty loss seasons, those are the type of things that don't fucking matter. <laughs> I mean, plain and simple, like that's just the way it is. We're at that place in New York. 
No, I, I hear you. That type of shit just uh, – I'd re- give me a bad Kyrie over whatever the fuck I've been watching for the last fucking 28 years. <laughs> like, it's just I – mean, that's Dave's the truth. Fucking, Dave's face is so defeated. He looks like he just ran 12 miles. It's, I'm tired, man. I'm I'm fucking 48 in a in a 29-year-old body. Like, the Knicks – 29? Unfortunately. But oh, the, the Knicks have just – taken years off my life the amount of endorphins that i have not been granted in madison square garden throughout my life is it's like it's like uh throwing out an ounce of molly whoa <laughs> just take it easy man <laughs> yeah whoa just take my it mom watches this <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying throwing it down the down the drain not doing my, it my little cousin watches this he's 12 no i'm just kidding he's gotta learn sometime <laughs> But uh, yeah, you yeah. Guys hey, there's always the, there's always there's always Brooklyn. Take your take your talents over to that beautiful Barclays Center. I go to Brooklyn like as a person like three times a year, and I live in Manhattan. So that's, that's something. Yeah, uh, but you know who is going to Brooklyn? I am for Dwayne Wade's last game ever. Hey, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I'm in seated in. Section 16, the visiting tunnel. I'm in row 16 because I didn't want to spend hun- crazy amounts of hundreds, but I'm getting that jersey signed. Oh, Are you yeah, going by yourself? Up. No, I'm going with one of my friends. Is he also a Wade fan? Um, Not in particular, but he said he's getting a Wade jersey. <laughs> Just yeah. the game. You got to. I mean, I hope he... Uh... I hope he sticks around and does like some signings and shit like that. Dude, I think I have a decent chance because he always, um, like you know, he always he always sit, sits around and, and signs those. I figure I can move up once everyone leaves because there's gonna be net fans there. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, if true. they don't have his jersey, it's not like they're gonna be trying to get it to sign it. I'm sure the front seats are gonna a lot of the seats will be Wade fans, but and I'm sure as you said, it'll be extended. He'll be doing more signings than normal. It'll be his last game. There'll be craziness. Yeah, that would be my Oh, would be it's my his hope. legit last game. It's his last game ever in Brooklyn. I'm going, Tommy. And are they going to mi- I mean, but is it the last game of the regular season for them? It's the last game of the regular season. They could make the playoffs. But I hope they don't personally because I want to see his last game and I don't care if we I'd rather tank than play the Bucks in the first round and get absolutely shredded. Right. I'd rather get I mean, I'd rather fall I mean, we're like the 10th right now. I'd rather fall to like 8th and who knows? get a lucky pick or something not a deep class but i don't know it just there's no benefit of getting in the eighth seed and getting destroyed by the bucks and i want to be selfish and see wade's last game sorry hey yeah. I, I can't because i went to his one of his last games in philly when he when he went off in philly game two and he scored 25 or something and right yeah it's right. i thought that'd be the, his last meaningful game that i saw so he tricked me he came back for one more that was play. He's playing really well right now, though. He's like he's like putting up points. He's putting up like twenty something a game recently. Yeah, he he's, could definitely he's having a solid year. He could yeah, definitely he could play. As Curry said, he definitely has another year or two. In him. What's up? He just broke the record for blocks for a guard. Yeah, it's a good good. Thank you for bringing up most blocks all time for a guard. Very a very good record. Oh, that, for sure. That you know. I thought it kind of went under the under the radar because you know if LeBron did that, he would have thanked himself like a week before. Oh my God! You know for a fact that fucking post is coming tomorrow. 
Uh, oh my god, I'm just so I grew up as a kid just idolizing this man and uh, just to be in the same breath and sentence as him is a truly breath. a gift same from breath. God. He says yeah, breath. A uh, breath. The same breath. We walk down the same path. Hashtag it's coming. Hey, the Lakers are going to lose by fucking 16 tonight and fucking we're all going to wake up with a goddamn LeBron pass Jordan post on King James. Yeah, that's why I don't I don't understand why the they're, they're literally such boys. Wade and LeBron, they're so different. Like Wade is actually so humble. Yeah, I Wade's never... so humble. Like Wade is like like I'm looking like hopefully I can meet him and like say a word, utter a word to him that I'm not like uh, flash. Yeah, like yeah. like like he's like he's just like the most humble like seems like down to earth guy like and like LeBron's obviously this big condescending douche. Like Ooh, LeBron and Melo makes sense. I get why they're friends. Melo makes Mello. sense. It, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it like. I think Melo's got a little more pride than LeBron, but I, I get it. I don't get Wade. I don't get. Yeah, the, I, wine I don't together. Get That's the... one thing they have in common is wine, and obviously they played together. But even before that, they were boys. Yeah, and they were drafted in the same class. I guess they were drafted in the same class. The three of them. That's the main reason. Yeah, but. I'm yeah, gonna, I might make like a they... sign for that game. I might make a make a sign for that. And I'm telling it. you, dude, make the sign. I traveled, fucking look up how far it is from Sydney, Australia, to Brooklyn. Dude, and I, say, I can't lie to him. Do you want the autograph or do you want yeah, not want the well, autograph? Gotta, I, I, I was thinking of doing the autograph. Sully, if I wanted to meet this guy, like, I would have told Patrick Ewing I had cancer when I was fucking 10 years old. <laughs> It's just you got to do what you got to do sometimes. You get right one shot, one opportunity. Right. Don't throw up your mom's fucking spaghetti all over yourself. Yeah, you got to you got to cap you going to capture it, you going to let it slip. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I I guess I got to recalculate. Definitely need to recalculate. Yeah, calculate how many miles it is from Sydney to fucking Brooklyn. Then yeah. I got to get the accent. <laughs> You could come no, on. No, you no. You just Hello, you say Canada. in no. You say in in 2007. I was transferred there for work, and as my first time back in America, I came for your game. Yeah. In oh, so I'd say I've been here for 12 years. Yeah, you're you're an American that was living in Australia. This is getting really sticky. Listen, if he I hears that story, he's gonna fucking take a picture. He's gonna. Sign your jersey. He's gonna, you know, let you have a night with Gabrielle Union. It'll be the whole thing. <laughs> what am I? What am I? The, what am I a charity case tonight? You are, or that night you should be. <laughs> I could be. Yeah, it's all about how you play it, man. I was gonna do something like I was gonna do the, that commercial. I was gonna write like from Robbins, Illinois, on one side, and like Dwayne Wade on the other. Like I don't know, something corny, like with one of his commercials. Hopefully, he sees it and appreciates it. I don't know. Yeah, but you see, if you go to, if you say you're from Robbins, Illinois, then he's gonna no, like, not say like like just like like in the commercial, like on one side that like just like pay paying homage in that way. Oh, okay. Not saying I'm from it, you know what I mean? Like because it was. Such well, maybe a that'll at least get his attention. Exactly. But then if you say you're from like, there, he like can be like, "Oh, you standing there like with the with with the sign and like with the jersey." I'll be wearing my black jersey. This is what I'm, I'm gonna be wearing my black and red, you know, the old school one, and then I'll think I'll have him sign the Miami Heat vice jersey. Because oh, because that that's the white one. That's the one you can see. Yeah. Oh yeah. On, his, on the black one, you can't see if he signs. You it. You have it. Have him sign the numbers though. 
the 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 the, the uh, light blue numbers. Yeah. yeah, do it. Do it with a silver sharpie too, so we can lift that shit. Silver sharpie, boy, you guys are really going next level. Hey, you know uh, what I'm do we tell you? We got to capitalize on the opportunities. I do got to capitalize on. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not going to. I'm taking a look at it right now. Signature, the jersey's just so fresh. It really is just. Yeah, the vice ones are so sick. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, that's yeah. just. Yeah, that's that's fucking. So right on the three. Right on the three. Right on the three. All right, I guess I'm from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Put another shrimp on the bobby. You know, yeah. Sorry for the, uh, the the change in audio, folks. My uh, Wi-Fi went out, and I am went from my computer to my cell phone on Skype. So, and now the Wi-Fi is back. But you know, too little, too late. Because I think that's I think that's going to do it for the episode, right? Think so. Yeah, <laughs> hell of an episode. Um, yeah, hell of an episode. Yeah, very you good. Guys, you guys just bringing the heat. I'm just dishing it out there for you guys. Literally guys bringing the heat. Heat. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne Wade bringing the heat to town. You're right, so. I don't Literally. Know when is that? That's, uh, that game's April 10th, so I have. I like, you're, like, you're like a month out. Uh, I'm a month away. We're also a month away. We're in the year of the throne. Of what? We're in the year of the throne. Oh, oh boy, boy, that's not Dave's thing. No, oh, that's not Dave, my thing. Fucking fool, you fucking Dave, fool. Dave is notoriously stayed strong for the sole purpose of staying strong. Yep. Yeah. You're just missing out, Dave. I literally... I, I wonder if Dave will ever watch it when he's, like, older. I needed new shorts after I watched the trailer yesterday for the final season, Dave. I literally <laughs> needed new shorts. That's how I am about Westworld. I fucking love Westworld. Yeah, dude, if you like Westworld, you would 100% like Game of Thrones. It's not a matter whether he would like it or not. He His claim is it's so much time, it's very time-consuming. Oh, bullshit. Uh, I, I'm just saying that's his, That's his, it's, it's not that long, honestly. It's like, If I can watch Pretty Little Liars in two and a half weeks, which is like 160 episodes. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up, back up, back up. What did you just say that you I'm saying I watched Pretty Little Liars like in like three weeks. It was like 160 episodes. Jesus like, Christ. It was like, reason? maybe it wasn't three. It was like, it was under a month. It was like a couple years ago. It was, it was when I had the vertigo. It was when like I couldn't do anything. Like so really bad. I decided to watch the same show that my like teenage niece watches. It's it, I, it's a great show, man. It's got mystery. <laughs> it's, got, it's got mystery. It's got murders. It's got hot chicks. I I don't know, Sully. I'm gonna. Y- you lost me there. You lost look up, me. Look up. Look up. Do me a favor. Look up Ashley Benson. Look up Shay Mitchell. Then get back to me. All right. I think I'm still gonna be out on that's, that's homework for the call or the listeners. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll come back. We will not be disappointed if I can get one person to start watching. Honestly, I might watch it after this. I think that's the perfect place to end this, guys. Yeah, go follow, <laughs> go follow us on the social media. <laughs> check out Bleacher Bookie. Check out the Extra Point. Check out Bleacher Fan. Follow us on everything. Great content always. Well, this got we weird. We'll be back <laughs> next week. It's going to be uh, conference championship for college basketball. We'll have a lot to talk about. We'll have more NBA to talk about. It's almost baseball season, guys. We're almost there. We'll see you next week.